And uh, that was that was quite a good segue there because I mean you know as uh, Bill and uh, uh, Sam we're, we're both talking about you know advocacy and uh, spreading the word is is a really important component of this uh, of, of sort of what we're, what we're doing and and maybe one that's been a little bit less examined than uh, uh, than, than donations. So uh, that picture there is is obviously uh, uh, the ice bucket challenge. You might recognise it from two thousand and fourteen. So over uh, two point five million. Uh, videos on Facebook. Facebook alone were tagged with, with Ice Bucket Challenge. Uh, it raised over $100 million uh, for ALS or motor neuron disease, as we call it here. Um, and obviously, as, as many uh, have pointed out, including uh, Will uh, McCaskill, uh, you know, it was a, a case of a successful uh, campaign, a successful charity campaign, but it wasn't, you know, really a, a case of an example of effective altruism. Uh, as Will said, uh, you know, the key problem uh, really, uh, one of the key problems is, is funding uh, cannibalism. So it was, you know, it was great that they raised uh, all that money for ALS. Um, but you know, as as he says, you know, certainly part of that probably came out of people's uh, charity budgets and and was wasn't going to sort of the more uh, effective uh, life saving uh, causes. Uh, still, I think it sort of illustrates uh, the power of of what uh, we do online and and how it can make a big difference. And I think Will has uh, sort of pondered what might have been achieved. Uh, you know, if the ice bucket challenge was, was sort of directed at, uh, you know, deworm the world or, or sort of against, uh, malaria. So today I, I really just want to do a, a brainstorm, uh, of methods, uh, that we might, uh, use to, uh, do, do good, uh, better online. Um, you know, many of us spend a few hours a day, I think, uh, wasting time on the internet. <laughs> um, and I, I guess I'm interested in how some of that time might be put to, uh, put to good use, um, you know, especially for those of us uh, who are uh, students or on, on lower incomes, although I think, as, as we saw yesterday, as Julia Wise has, has shown, that's, that's certainly no barrier to giving uh, a significant amount of money. Um, but, you know, it, it, this is maybe some low-hanging fruit for us uh, as, as EAs, and I think this is especially uh, apropos because, you know, EA is a, really a, a digital uh, native uh, movement. Um, so, you know, who am I to talk about this? So I'm, I'm doing a, a PhD in digital uh, culture, but I, I don't want you to see me as an expert in that because I'm not an expert in, you know, the marketing research, the comms research, persuasion, any of that stuff. Uh, so take, take all that with a grain of salt. Uh, really, I, I guess I've, more of my expertise is, is as a freelance writer and sort of copywriter, so I've, I've done some stuff for the BBC and uh, The Guardian. I'm now doing a bit of freelance uh, stuff for BuzzFeed. Um, speaking of which... Here's my 16 <laughs> listicle of 16 things you can do on the internet that are pretty much guaranteed to make the world a better place. Of course, I'm just kidding. Um, so, you know, I encourage you, again, to be sceptical about uh, everything I say, really just sort of wanting to start a, a conversation. You know, these aren't, um, you know, tested for effectiveness. And, uh, you know, maybe, you know, at some point uh, we will be able to test some of this, but, you know, a lot of this is kind of common sense. I will refer to some relevant uh, studies uh, where you know, uh, where I can. Um, so I think a big um, problem, you know, is that sort of in my area, certainly, you know, there's a lot of doubt about the, the, the effects of media and social media. Um, a lot of people say, you know, it's lazy activism, clicktivism. Um, you know, the, the opposite camp says that social media can be really uh, transformative uh, and, 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 you know, helped to sort of push forward the, the Twitter revolutions. 
you know, maybe the, the, the truth is somewhere in between that, that obviously, you know, social media and, and the internet can be effective tools uh, for publicity, but, you know, they can uh, maybe be ineffective. They can also have some negative uh, impacts, uh, sort of maybe creating movements with, with shallow uh, engagement. I think, as I said, you know, the good thing is the cost isn't very high. Uh, you know, this kind of advocacy can be fun, social, creative. Um, even if it's uh, not very effective, I think it's, it's probably not cannibalizing uh, your, you know, your, your charity budget too much or, your, you know, other things you could be doing. Um, certainly, I think for me, um, at least anecdotally, you know, I, I came into to contact initially with, with Peter Singer's ideas through a, uh, a copy of Practical Ethics, so, so not on the internet. But then uh, everything since then um, I encountered was, was through uh, initially uh, forums online and then uh, Facebook. Uh, so it certainly sort of worked for me. I think a lot of people have been converted through uh, you know, uh, Peter Singer's uh, TED Talk and, and sort of other sort of online uh, resources. Um, I'll refer to later on to, to maybe some exceptions and, and some some risks in online advocacy as well. I think it is possible to, you know, to do bad online rather than good online. So we have to be be watchful of that. Uh, and for this this notion of sort of moral uh, licensing that, that Will talks about. So this idea that, you know, we think that if we do just a little bit, um, we're kind of done with, with charity. So, you know, we, we've sort of clicked on a petition, whatever, you know, that's us settled. So we, we sort of have to see this as a small step towards a, you know, a, a bigger commitment or a, or a lifestyle change. Um, so without further ado, uh, so, you know, a lot of these are pretty, pretty obvious, but, but just to, to kind of list them all. So, you know, uh, researcher uh, Zeynep Tufexi, she's talked about how um, she's looked at some of these, these uh, movements, social movements forming through Twitter and Facebook, compared them with the old, uh, say, civil rights movements, uh, movement in the, in the US in the 60s and looked at how, you know, those, those movements in the 60s had these close personal uh, bonds. Uh, you know, they were sort of uh, photocopy or sort of, sort of manually printing these, these flyers uh, in, in, in the South uh, during those, those civil rights struggles. So I think it's good to build these strong, uh, you know, sort of ties um, online where we can. And I think I was having a conversation yesterday. I think EA movement is, is pretty good with this. Um, so I guess I'm just encouraging you to, you know, go to your Facebook, uh, and sort of friend and follow as many of your follow, your fellow, uh, you know, EAs, EAs as possible. Uh, certainly something that I do and, you know, I've, I've maybe friends with a hundred or two hundred people and it means that there's a constant, uh, kind of background noise of, you know, issues, events, uh, initiatives and stuff to, to kind of keep me, uh, engaged. Um, you know, another no brainer, liking and favoriting, uh, stuff. I guess what's important here is that, you know, the affordances of Facebook uh, mean that, you know, we can uh, reach those um, who are, um, you know, edge, edge cases. So there's this sort of idea in, in sort of, uh, you know, um, communications research and uh, sort of research into social media of homophily where, you know, like-minded people tend to stick together. So Israel supporters sort of stick together online, Palestinian supporters stick together. They don't really talk to each other. And I think with, uh, you know, liking uh, stuff on Facebook, it does mean that, you know, um, you can reach people who aren't necessarily EAs, uh, but, you know, might be, might be willing to, uh, uh, you know, uh, be sympathetic to that. Um, another uh, no-brainer is obviously sharing and, and sort of retweeting a little bit more investment. Um, so I think, um, you know, this is obviously important for signal boosting. Um, you know, the notorious uh, Coney uh, 2012 uh, campaign, so really uh, iconic example of ineffective altruism. Um, <laughs> you know, that wasn't a simple uh, video that someone just sort of dropped 
you know, into the sort of sea of YouTube one day and, and sort of went viral. Um, you know, there was a network of people uh, pushing that out uh, who helped it spread. In fact, I think it's, it's kind of a myth uh, that, that stuff always just spreads organically um, online. You know, it, it needs, uh, you know, in that case, it had a, a network of people who were sort of saying, yeah, I'm an advocate for this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share it among my network. So, so I think that that can help. Um, you know, again, it's, it's pretty obvious, but it, but it can uh, be helpful. Um, so sort of gradually moving up the level of commitment here. Uh, so joining and starting uh, groups. Uh, so, you know, obviously the, the Effective Altruism uh, Facebook group, uh, your local uh, group in uh, Melbourne or your, your local university. Um, uh, 80,000 hours, um, Effective Animal uh, Altruism, giving what we can. Um, you know, the various uh, sort of um, NGOs working in this area uh, or, or that sort of a sympathetic um, also, you know, consider starting your own uh, Facebook group at your uh, university or workplace. Um, and, and, you know, if that's a bit of a stretch, I think some, uh, many places would be sort of too small to support something like that. You know, a, a group for those who are sympathetic, as I said, to sort of EA ideas. So, you know, an animal rights group, uh, a group sort of committed to uh, alleviating, uh, alleviating global poverty, um, uh, for example. Okay. Uh, so posting, uh, tweeting, uh, commenting... Uh, editing uh, on, you know, a range of platforms. Again, this is pretty obvious, but, you know, Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, Tumblr, uh, Reddit, uh, you know, book review sites, Amazon reviews. Um, you know, the, the Facebook really rules, uh, you know, the social web at the moment. So I'd be, I'd be, you know, in the first instance, usually thinking about Facebook uh, to reach as many people as possible. Um, but Twitter can also be useful, I think, for, for, for sort of getting into a conversation, uh, a sort of a more of a public conversation, uh, particularly about public policy. Uh, so I, I think a great example of this um, recently is that the Black Lives Matter uh, movement uh, transpiring in the US, uh, individuals like uh, D. Ray McKesson, uh, who I think have really pushed this sort of, um, you know, concerns about racism and, and sort of police brutality uh, to the front of the political agenda. And I think probably EAs have, have quite a bit to learn about uh, these sort of older style, uh, or sort of you know, traditional social justice movements that, that maybe we haven't uh, engaged with yet. Um, you know, on a, on a smaller scale, you know, just, just you know, posting, uh, tweeting, commenting uh, can help to change just one mind. And if you change just one mind, well, you know, potentially you've, you've doubled the impact that you've made over your whole uh, life. Um, uh, there's, uh, you know, another example of something you can do. You know, you can edit uh, Wikipedia. Uh, I think this this page has obviously been uh, tremendously effective. Um, I know one um, EA who, who sort of created and edit, edited a range of pages on uh, sort of animal uh, animal suffering, animal rights. Sort of found that there was a a gap there. Um, you know, I, I think uh, when you're talking online, again, it doesn't have to be about um, EA. You can help sort of uh, you know help the cause of effective altruism. And you don't have to be talking about EA. So, so for instance, uh, you know, in, here in Australia, uh, the, the OzPol hashtag, you know, is, is where people gather on Twitter to talk about politics. And, you know, I occasionally see maybe once or twice I've seen people try and sort of talk about, you know, EA on there. And, you know, it's, it's never really uh, very high impact. Uh, but that's because you have to pick your, you know, pick your audience. And, and I think if, you, if you're going on there, you, you'd, you'd more be talking about issues like, uh, you know, the, 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 the huge $12 billion cuts to foreign aid. Uh, climate change, um, etc. Uh, so joining um, effective campaigns, uh, this is really just a, an idea. You know that there are, um, you know, the major NGOs have online campaigns like Oxfam Trailwalker. You know, this could be a good 
uh, place to, you know, find and start uh, conversations about uh, EA. Uh, take this one with a, a grain of salt. I think the, the jury might be out on this one. So, you know, these online petitions were really emblematic of, you know, slacktivism and, and, and clicktivism, but I, I thought I, I did need to mention them. Um, they probably can be useful for starting um, a conversation. Um, I think um, they can all, they're also really used for uh, fundraising. Uh, so, you know, you have organizations like uh, GetUp, um, Avaz, etc. You know, in the first instance, you know, it's about, it's about uh, signing a petition, but, but also it's ultimately about sort of building a movement and raising funds and, uh, you know, applying uh, political pressure. I think, you know, moral licensing is maybe a concern there. Uh, this idea that like, oh, okay, I've, I've clicked on a petition. I don't have to do any more. Um, on the other hand, I think there's, there's a little bit of research I've, I've seen that, that suggests that that's not the case and that, you know, that, you know, these sort of, uh, small acts, uh, can be a, uh, entryway into, you know, a, a sort of a deeper involvement in the, in the movement, but that's not my, my area. I mean, I do wonder whether, um, you know, it's worth EAs considering, um, forming a, a type of movement akin to, uh, these quite successful, uh, sort of petition based, uh, groups like Avars and Get Up, um, All Out, Move On, uh, maybe something to consider one day. Uh, blogging. Um, so, you know, there's a few prominent EAs who, who blog. Uh, Julia Wise, as mentioned yesterday, Rob Wiblin. Um, you know, you don't have to blog on a, a traditional blogging uh, platform. So, you know, Medium, uh, BuzzFeed community, there's, there's plenty of, of other sites you can go to as well as, uh, you know, the obvious ones like WordPress. Um, or even just, uh, you know, Facebook. I mean, it's my anecdotal observation um, that, that people are increasingly staying on Facebook uh, for their content, using it as a content uh, delivery system. So a little bit different from maybe a couple of years ago uh, when the, the blogosphere was, was, was uh, you know, was this sort of thriving ecosystem. I think now uh, we often get our content through Facebook, uh, which means that, you know, maybe uh, blogging is as simple as doing a sort of extended uh, extended post um, on Facebook. And I think if you're interested in this area uh, and you're good at it, uh, have a chat to uh, maybe Kerry Vaughan from the CEA. Uh, he was talking about uh, perhaps starting a a blogging a blogging project. Um, so you know, very similar to blogging is it, sort of publishing. Um, so we live, I think, in the age of the think piece, uh, which has got you know got a lot of criticism. Uh, but I think you know think pieces are actually perfect for uh, EAs because you know it it, it does it is an idea that sort of needs you know seven or eight hundred words sometimes to communicate uh, and, and sort of to, to to broach some of the possible. Um, objections. Uh, you know, it's also a good time to, to get involved in, in freelance writing. I, I think, uh, you know, never before has it been easier for people, you know, with no uh, publishing experience to, you know, to get published, uh, maybe because, uh, you know, the, the, they don't pay as much now, so there's a the sort of lower <laughs> barrier to entry. Um, uh, you know, um, you know, we're talking here about the sort of journalism of, of conviction, as, as Habermas uh, called it. So getting into the public sphere, you know, making the case uh, in an intelligent way, um, and I, I guess the difference here, uh, you know, with blogging is that, um, you know, you, you're on a platform with, with more of a, a higher profile. And it obviously gives you a boost in terms of your, you know, audience, your page views, uh, your virality. And it gives a sort of a, a bit of prestige that maybe, uh, you know, blogging doesn't have. Makes people listen to you a, a bit more uh, carefully. Um, you know, who to, who to publish for? You know, range of options here in Australia. You know, uh, Fairfax, so The Age, The Sydney Morning Herald. Uh, you know, youth uh, publications like Junkie, uh, The Guardian, 
local papers, you know, they're sort of online blogs like, uh, like Overland, uh, overseas, or I can maybe t- talk to them, uh, outside if you sort of want to have some ideas about overseas publications. Uh, but you know, you don't have to think in terms of these, uh, national, uh, publications. You know, there's the, you know, university paper, uh, professional journals, uh, student journals, you know, in, in say law or medicine or real estate or whatever it is, uh, the LGBT press, uh, arts publications, animals publications, you know, your, your company's sort of internal, uh, communications. So, you know, many of these, uh, you know, look like they might not be uh, appropriate, but, uh, but I think, you know, you, you can sort of work out a way of, of, of pitching, uh, an EA message, uh, to those, uh, to those various, uh, sort of specialist publications, uh, by finding the link. And I, I don't think it's a stretch set to find the link between EA and, and the law or EA and, and medicine. Um, this is an example of one I did for The Guardian um, on uh, caged eggs. So, uh, again, you know, EA articles don't necessarily mention EA, um, although I have. Uh, I have, um, you know, and this one I think I pitched to the typical middle-class Guardian uh, Guardian reader who, you know, they go to a, a, a upper-middle-class cafe and they eat, uh, you know, brunch, and the, the brunch has eggs in it, and the eggs uh, was probably from a, a caged hen. So it's uh, another example, a great article by Wilma Caskell, uh, you know, maybe maybe an example of, of how you can get creative with EA ideas. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a really huge range of uh, angles you could take, um, and uh, you know, I encourage you to take them. Five minutes, cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's not about doing an explainer on EA, although I think we are still at that stage. But but you know, really, uh, there's there's a huge galaxy of of options for you. Uh, memes and shareables. I don't want to make too much of this. Um, I don't make any claims to the effectiveness of this this kind of communication. <laughs> um, just one I found on a, on a Google image search. Uh, you know, we have seen some memes around uh, aid. Particularly, there's a lot of vegan memes. I mean, I think really, uh, I don't know how persuasive these are. I think they are good at sort of building a movement, building sort of solidarity. Um, we saw in Australia some memes uh, to do with, you know, the federal budget and income inequality. Uh, so, you know, I wonder whether... Uh, these are worth trying out for EA, um, you know, and they, you can put them together in like five or ten seconds. <laughs> uh, thinking visually, so if you're not a writer, uh, you know, uh, consider other forms of communication. Um, it's a, a climate change cartoon from uh, Sam Wallman, not not uh, particularly an EA, not not really EA uh, necessarily a cartoon, but just an interesting cartoon on climate change that that expressed quite a. You know, subtle idea, uh, you know, Sam's ideas about uh, resistance to climate change, grassroots resistance, uh, that was expressed in the form of a, you know, a, a cartoon webcomic, um, and infographics probably more to the point. Um, you know, I, I think these have traditionally been used by EAs, and I think they're a promising, uh, promising uh, tool. Um, moving up the ladder of commitment, um, you know, uh, viral videos, I, I think, have lots of exciting, uh, lots of exciting potential. Uh, these are a sort of a high investment, uh, though, they, they, you know, probably to do them well, uh, you know, you need a little bit of money, uh, you need some people involved. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, I'd, I'd caution about that because if you're spending money, you know, maybe the money's better off going to, to deworm the world um, on, uh, rather than a gamble like this. Um, but, you know, if you are um, interested, maybe have a chat to me uh, later. I'd be interested in sort of starting off a group uh, dedicated to brainstorming uh, ideas like this. And I, I think what we're looking for here is kind of um, you know, pranks, uh, experiments, you know, time lapses, you know, it's sort of su- surprising, um, su- surprising uh, takes on the sort of EA idea. Um, um, 
you know, and I, we, want, we might have to do a few before, you know, one really works, but I think if it does work, that, that could be, you know, really effective. Um, again, I, I don't know about this idea, but I thought I'd mention it. Uh, you know, there has been uh, quite a few sort of participatory uh, memes. They don't really have a, a term in the literature. You know, the uh, um, Ice Bucket Challenge was one of them. Uh, this was a, a, a sort of participatory meme during the, the, the Gaza war, actually um, uh, promulgated by both sides uh, sort of simultaneously. Um, you know, this is a bit speculative, but, you know, there maybe is, is room for EAs to start uh, thinking more in terms of a sort of participatory exercise. I know one uh, scholar in this field has said that that's, you know, that, that, that can be helpful in sort of spreading an idea when people, you know, proactively do something uh, to sort of spread the, uh, spread the idea. Uh, code something, I know there are a few uh, people here in, in computer science. So, you know, uh, games, uh, toys, bots, is one use of the sort of federal election context, you might remember. Uh, but, you know, this is probably a bit more apropos from the, the, the giving what we can uh, website. I mean, I know I've sent this to about 10 people. And, um, yeah, so, so thinking outside, you know, pictures and, and, and words, you know, you might actually be, be coding something. Uh, getting creative. Uh, so, you know, I've been pretty sceptical um, very skeptical <laughs> previously about the, the role of art uh, and creativity, even though I, I sort of am involved in that area. Um, but, you know, there have been some, they were even mentioned yesterday, some sort of um, um, quite famous uh, creative works. Uh, here's uh, Harriet Beecher Stowe's uh, Uncle Tom's Cabin and, of course, uh, Charles Dickens' works on, on, on child labour uh, that, that I think have made a difference. So I'm not sure that we'd be writing a novel these days, but, you know, uh, comedies, uh, you know, YouTube, uh, YouTube videos, uh, games, visual arts, you know, maybe an area to, um, investigate. And, you know, the obvious one is, is giving, um, online, uh, but, you know, giving in a, in that sort of, um, evangelical, uh, way possibly. Uh, so, you know, not just, not just giving, but, you know, maybe, uh, telling people that you have, uh, have given, um, have I got enough time? Do you want me to, to wrap it up? I can, I can have a chat with you afterwards. I had some pointers on, on the sort of uh, tactics that we might use or the sort of things we might think about when we're communicating EA, but if you, if you want to have a chat, uh, maybe hit me up um, afterwards. Thanks very much.